0: And so we've got um, Pastor Fatima here from God's House International Centre, God's House Church, which is based in in Fish Ponds in Staple Hill area. Uh, They've also got a church in Yeovil as well. And uh, I think probably Silas Nanny knew you before we did, didn't they, Fatima? And uh, Silas and Ossian were going into the prison together, uh, HMP Bristol in Hawfield uh, regularly. And. uh, Fatima and Austin are really a part of. Um, have been leading in 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 prayer in the city, um, alongside Lee, Lee Barnes and Silas, were, were kind of really leading church leaders prayer, meeting with Marvin the mayor um, three times a year, and um, and so we've we become kind of friends as churches over over the years. And Alice and I and the family went to South Africa on our sabbatical trip, and we were uh, really inspired to go there by uh, Fatima and Austin and wanting to join in with what they were doing in South Africa. So, uh, we're really excited to have Fatima come and visit. And Ossian's in the prison right now, but he'll be coming to join us, hopefully, if he can get paroled or something like that, for about, ele- for about 11.30. Um, so, uh, do you want to come up, Fatima? And uh, we give you a <laughs> clap and a cheer. <laughs> Thanks. Fatima last spoke to us as a church um, in... One of the depths of lockdown. Do you remember? You came and spoke to us about race and racial inequality, and, and I remember we we're sort of here, and I th- we were probably like about this far apart from each other, and we were like probably wearing masks and things. And it was, but it was a nice, it was a, it was a it was a nice moment of being together inside a space, and um, yeah, we really appreciated what you taught. So, um, over to you.
1: Thank you very very much. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's not a cliche, actually. Um, Let's praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's more like it. We can do better. It's our maker we are praising. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You guys, I know you, you can make noise. I know you, I've seen you watch football. You can even stand and act like it's happening in your house's life. While watching, so I now know people were lying to us when we were in Africa. They used to tell us the British are very conserved. They are this. I say, Ah, you haven't been there. Now that I live here, I know you guys. Praise the Lord. Ah, a little bit louder. Praise the Lord. I heard that God dwells in the praises of his people. And we were praying earlier on that we want him here. And he comes in the vehicle of our praises. Praise the Lord. Your miracle is in your praise. Praise the Lord. So when we praise him, his presence is activated. Not that he wasn't here. He dwells with us. But when we acknowledge him in our praises, heaven and earth, kiss. Praise the Lord. I'm going to pray. So Father, we give you glory. We give you honor, and we give you praise. This is holy ground. We glorify you in your house. We thank you for loving us so much. We've been singing about it. Thank you that you don't fail, and thank you that there is nothing that is better than you. We thank you for the privilege of being called your children. We thank you. For having a father who loves us, we thank you. For giving us your Holy Spirit who guides us daily, we thank you. And for the privilege of being here with our brothers and our sisters, we thank you. Blessed be your holy name in this place. Now, Father, have your way. We know you've been working already and we know you'll continue to work. And I pray that you will lead my mouth, you will guide me, you will direct me, and I will hear your spirit and I will follow. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters. You have great plans for them this morning, and you have great plans for us for this week and the rest of the year. We give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name we prayed, Amen and amen. I am very grateful to be here. Uh, Because Chris and Alice are actually our brother and our sister from another mother. And we don't mind. Praise the Lord. We had a wonderful time together in South Africa. And we are still having wonderful times. We have a divine partnership. And being here is like being at home. Just like when they come by us. And we are hoping that God will give us an occasion where all of us will be together. So you can also see your brothers and your sisters who are worshiping in Staple Hill right now, this morning. I gre- bring you bre- greetings from my husband, my pastor, my friend. Uh, it's true that he is in prison, definitely. And it's true that I am a wife of a man who is in prison this morning. That is true. But we thank God by his great and mercies. Before 12, he shall be released. Amen. And you will all see him. Amen. Uh, As you have heard by introduction, I'm Fatima Svanda, and I love Jesus. I was saved in 1978, and I'm still going. God has been faithful in my life, and I love Jesus. That is the reason I'm here. I believe I'm in this country because God sent me here. He sent me so that I can come and share with you his story, which is our story. And this morning, I've been sent to be with you this morning and to encourage you in your faith. So I know that by the time I finish with you and you finish with me, our Jesus will have done what he wants to do. It's our Jesus. Praise the Lord. And I saw one of my friends who I've been missing. It's Kevin. I'm very happy to see him in the house. Uh, We know each other. From long, long ago, I am so grateful. And today, as I was praying and as I was praying during the week concerning a few thoughts that we are going to share, I was asking the Lord what he would have me say so that I don't just say anything that excites me. And uh, I was uh, led to a topic I saw on a, a Christmas card that really blessed us. We are still having Christmas cards, you know. I I know it's too early for Christmas. eh? But uh, on top of this Christmas card that came from our special brother and sister to wish us blessings this Christmas, on top there was a building. And that building is written Hope Chapel. And I believe I'm standing in that building right now. So when I was praying, I was asking the Lord a bit about this Hope Chapel. And he started showing me how you guys are truly a chapel of hope. And when we talk about a chapel of hope, a chapel is a place where people gather so that heaven and earth meet so that there are divine activities that take place in a chapel. So these divine activities that take place are orchestrated by heaven. So this chapel of hope, is a meeting place where people come and meet with God. And this he does through all of you who come here. And God would have you know that indeed you are his chapel of hope. So when we are talking about hope, we are talking about positive expectations. So you are God's instrument to release Positive expectations that are waste-based. Not just positive thinking and wishful thinking, motivational speaking, thinking. We are talking about thinking of power. This hope we are talking about is a man called Jesus Christ. So you are carriers of power. And from this chapel, power moves. When we were praying this morning, we spoke about a river that would flow from this chapel. So I have come to just remind you what you already know, that you are a man or a woman of power because you are a carrier of Jesus and you gather here weekly or as much as you come to be encouraged so that you can go out and be a carrier of power so you can release hope. We are living in times where hope is a rare concept. There is Doom and gloom being preached left, right, and center. Through media, the devil has managed to just release waves of fear and panic and confusion at a global scale. But you now come in and interrupt all these conversations that are depressing and discouraging and oppressing the people in our nation in our city, in your community. So, you are a chapel of hope as an individual, and collectively, we are a chapel of hope. But for us to be a powerful chapel of hope, you need to understand who you are. You need to understand that you matter. You need to understand that you are very important. You need to understand that you are a gift from above, and God handpicked you. You, yes, yourself, you who is looking at me. You are a powerful person. You have not even tapped into the power that resides in you. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The power that opened the tombs. The power that caused Lazarus. To rise from the dead. The power that caused uh, blind but to see. The power that caused uh, the lepers to be cleansed. The power that caused uh, the woman with the issue of blood to be healed. The power that caused uh, the deaf to hear. The blind to see. The power that caused uh, Jesus Christ uh, to be seated where he is now. Praying for you to walk into that power. You carry it. Only need to activate it. You only need to acknowledge it because you are a chapel. So the Apostle Paul in the book of 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20, if we can have it on the screen or we can have it on our phone, or in our Bible, whichever way, you are told that you are a temple. You are a temple. A temple is a chapel. And it says you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 6 19 talks about know you not that you are a chapel. Temple chapel. If you are a temple, what happens in the temple? Prayer happens in the temple. One of the distinct features of your church is continuous prayer. You are known for prayer. So You as an individual chapel, you are a temple of prayer. What else happens in the temple? In the temple, needs are met. You are here as a chapel that meets needs. So when a person encounters you as an individual, they are encountering help. In the temple, we get help. In the temple, we sing. In the temple, we dance. In the temple, we rejoice. That is a part of your natural life because you are a chapel. So when someone comes to your house, they are coming to the chapel. They are not going to a religious institution. They are coming to the river of life. And when we were praying this morning, we heard that wherever the river goes, life is released. So you are that river. Wherever you go, the life of the son of God is released. So nobody can occupy your spot on earth right now. You are it. There is no other person coming. It's you. So wherever you are, you need to have that framework being the basis from where you process your thinkings. And whatever it is you do, you need to know that I am a chapel. I am a temple. And God lives here. Jesus lives here. And power lives here. Power, the power of God lives in you and your children. These promises are for us and our children. No one's... You are powerful. Say there, but you are powerful. I, I say it with conviction. You are powerful. You can even prophesy. Just tell them I'm prophesying over you. You are powerful. So walk in the power that you already carry. So in the Gospels in Matthew 5, Uh, Today, we've been looking at concepts of light. There is light in the chapel, and we put our candles on. Jesus said to them in Matthew 5, verse 14, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Some versions will say under a bushel. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone. In the house. So Jesus is referred to as the light. But Jesus addresses you as light. So you are the light. Wherever you go, you are the light. You are a chapel of hope, but you are the light. Light also means information. Light is not just candle, information. So you are the source of information. You are an information center. And what is the information you are giving out? About the love of God. About Jesus who cares for the people. About the God who heals. About the God who who has sent his son to forgive our sins. So you are that light. So anyone who comes around you, no matter what type of darkness they've been going through, you are the light. Darkness must submit When you walk into a room, you light it up. You don't have to be saying anything. It's already inside of you. As long as you gave your life to Jesus, if you are born again, you are a walking solution. You are a library. You have resources that can meet the needs of the people around you. But you have to wire yourself and remind yourself that I am the light. If Jesus said I'm the light, then I am. Whatever Jesus said I am, I'm taking it. I'm not leaving anything that Jesus calls me. I'm not going to walk in false humility, refusing my greatness. I am great. I'm not going to refuse. Because faith comes by hearing. And what I hear is psychologically affecting me. So I am a great woman, people of God. And I say it humbly. (laughs) I am great. Why? Why? Because the Bible calls me great. If God in Genesis 12, 1, 2, 3 said, I will make you great. And if he told my father Abraham that through him the families of the earth will be blessed. And I'm a seed of Abraham by faith. I am great. I am great. And through me the families of the earth will be blessed. Brethren, sistren, watren, it's now time for us to wake up to who we are and not apologize for our identity. In this country, people fight for causes they, be, they believe in. We see them in the newspaper. They declare what they believe, whether it's right or wrong. It's high time we now stand up for ourselves and say who we are and not apologize. We want to please everybody. We can't, even if we want to. We must say who we are and deliver. You see, I grabbed that scripture and I say, yes. Through me, the families of the earth will be blessed. Right now, through me, you, my brothers and my sisters, you are being blessed by what I'm saying. That's what that scripture is. Through me, right now, I'm speaking the word to you. The word is blessing you. That's you, wherever you go. It's not for a selected few. God is not like that. All of you, all of us here, wherever you step into an environment, whether it's at work, whether it's at uni, wherever you go, my brothers and my sisters, greatness arrives. Because if you are carrying Jesus and you believe it, you walk with a great king. You walk with the creator of the universe. You walk with the owner of everything. You, walk, you, you carry the one who put you integrately in your mother's womb. Your heart is beating. Your lungs are working. Everything is your systems. You are a system. The way God created you are a system. Ask engineers. They have different system parts that make something work. Ask doctors just to see. There are a lot of operations that are taking place for me to see you, for you to hear me. There are a lot of activities biologically taking place in your ear and your whole system. Talk about even the blood, how it's being circulated while we are talking. Inside of me, a lot of activities are taking place just for me to talk. So if I was made uniquely like that, and I carry the one who made me uniquely, why can't I be a powerful person? Except if it's in my mind. So I have come to remind you that you are a powerful chapel. You are a temple. You are a worshiper. You are a person of prayer, and you are great. You are a seed of Abraham. God said, I will bless you. In blessing, I will bless. And he said, I will contend with those who contend with you. So, if you already have that package, my brothers and my sisters, it's high time we take our place and let our greatness show forth. It doesn't glorify God if I'm struggling at the back of nowhere. It doesn't glorify God if I'm the one who is begging. It doesn't glorify God if I'm the one who is homeless. Because God wants me to be an answer. How will I be an answer to a problem I'm also in? How will I be that answer? If I'm very, very poor, how am I going to be an answer to my brethren in Africa who are waiting for me to send their monthly money to help them to have bread? It doesn't work for me to be poor. I won't be able to help all those I'm helping. I won't be able to send people to school. I won't. So my greatness matters. It's not for being great to say, hey, there goes Fatih, the great. I'm not Alexander, the great. That's not what we are talking about here. We are talking about purposeful greatness for impact, for alleviating problems of people, for breaking burdens, for removing yokes, for opening prison doors. I have to be powerful to be able to do these things. I have to speak English language for you to hear me. That's how powerful I am. I spoke my language. I said you wouldn't have heard me. That's why I had to learn this language. So I can be powerful. So I want you to know. Powerful chapel of hope. Powerful chapel of expectation. Powerful chapel of the workings of God with men. That's you. And in the book of Psalms. 127. Verse 1. It says children are a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. Are there children here? If you are a child, lift your hand. You see, our society is wired us. It calls children little ones. You, don't you have parents? How did you come to earth? You are someone's child, for goodness sake. In our minds, we are thinking, little ones to him belong. Mm -mm, You are children. I am a child of my parents. So this verse is not for kids. That says children are a gift. You are a gift. If you are someone's child, you are a gift. You are God's present. Chapel of hope, you are a present. Tell yourself, I am a present. Say, I'm a present. I'm a wanted present. I'm not talking, you know those some some unwanted presents sometimes after Christmas and they are taking them to charity shops. It was a present but it was unwanted. eh? Has anyone ever received an unwanted present? Let's tell the truth. You just thought, "Ah, "Why didn't they give me the money? Why, why go buy this? Now I now must save the burden of finding a new location for it." I am announcing this afternoon that you are a wanted present. God does not make mistakes. You are a gift. You are a gift to your family, whether people accept or celebrate you or not. You are a gift. You are a gift to your neighborhood. You are a gift to your community. You are a gift in this church. You are a present on two feet. God sent you for a purpose. And you matter. And He has already wired you for greatness. Come and unite with your brothers and sisters and make a difference at work, at home, your marriage, your children, wherever you are. You are a gift. And you are a blessing. And you are chosen. And God celebrates you. And He is watching out for you. And it's going to be okay. He says it's a gift. And where he made us these gifts in Genesis 128. Before he sent them, he blessed them. He blessed them. Then he said, be fruitful, multiply, fear in the earth. So chapel of hope as individuals collectively. You are already blessed. You were blessed. You are not trying to be blessed. When you are not living the blessed life, that's what's wrong. That's what's abnormal about you. Your normal actually is a blessed life. A prosperous life. A life that meets needs. You are a solution. Wherever you are, you are actually a solution. Whether they recognize it or not, how can they recognize it if you don't? So it starts by you. Saying, if I am a chapel, if I am a carrier of God's presence, if I am a dispenser of hope of the gospel, if I heal the sick, when I lay hands on them, if I am a woman of prayer, power, purpose, if I am a man of understanding, wisdom, leadership, then I am needed. You have to announce to earth, earth you need me. When you wake up, ah, this is the day that the Lord has made. I remind the devil, you did not make this day. You will not be part of it. In any way, form or shape, Satan, you are not part of my day, you're not part of my husband's day. You're not part of my children's day. You are nowhere way under our feet. Don't even try it. I tell him. And I celebrate the day. Oh, my father, you've allowed me to see another day. What a privilege to be alive. I am going to let my light shine. The Bible says you don't put a basket, that's a bushel, over these candles. So if you are a light like this, you are a child of God. Then you take a bushel and you do this. How will, you, how will the people see that light? It's hidden. And I believe by the spirit of God, some of us here, you've been hiding your light. It's been under a bushel. It's a chapel of hope. You've not been taking authority over certain things. You've been mourning. When your company mates are mourning in, in, at work, you join them. You don't change the atmosphere. You've been uh, compromising. For certain situations where you should have risen up and rebuked the enemy, You've been allowing him to beat you up. Today I have come to announce that that is over. You are taking your place. You are standing tall. And you are walking in the power of the Holy Spirit to effect changes wherever you go. Any atmosphere must submit to you. Why? The King is in you. Jesus is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. So those of us whose visibility It's been deemed by the evil one, by circumstances of life. He came and threw something in your pathway and it became an obstacle and your light has not been shining. This morning I want to announce, arise, my brothers and sisters, you are a chapel. Arise, your light has come. It is time to shake off whatever the enemy was throwing at us. Why? Because we are a blessed people. We are a chapel of hope. We are sent to be an answer to our generation. So I have come to remind you that you are a purpose-driven people. You are not a weak people. You are great and you are candidates of signs and wonders in your lives and through your lives. So this afternoon, my invitation to us is to arise. Arise and begin to be who we are called to be. These streets are waiting for us. Bristol is waiting for us. Your workplaces are waiting for you. The whole of creation is waiting, expecting the manifestation of the sons of God. I want to call you, my brothers and sisters, manifest. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus, rise up and manifest. Manifest your wisdom. Manifest patience, love, joy, peace. Manifest the fruit of the spirit. Go and manifest. Take your place. You are people of authority. Walk in that authority. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So as I come to close and to go into time of prayer. Through you, my brothers and my sisters, would the families of the earth be blessed. There is one person in here. You've been going through difficult circumstances. And at some point you've been wondering. Where is God in this? God, I don't see that you are working. Why is this happening? I want you to know this morning that God has got it and he has got you. He may not show you the whole picture. He is a lamp for your feet. Enough light for where you need to walk. And I want you to know that it will never be over till you win. Because it glorifies God when you have won. I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not the minority. With Jesus, you are the majority. And you will testify. You're going to testify. You'll come back and testify that that thing that wanted to trap me, God turned it around and he used it for his glory. I know from experience, when I was young, they were beating me for my faith. Beating me that when we needed to go for swimming in school, I couldn't go to swimming. I had... Black patches because I'm a light girl, uh, not lighter than some of you, but light enough to be breathed. My brethren, my brothers and sisters, I will be limping in my body. I still have scars. I was being beaten for being born again. They were trying to stop me when I found Jesus. And once I was arrested for my faith to stop me, and I was even 14, and they were sending me to what they call juvenile delinquence. Because I don't listen. The whole government stood against me. Why? Because some of my family members who were in government wanted our church to be shut down. Why? Miracle signs and wonders were happening. They were trying to stop us. At that point in time when it was happening, it looked like, God, you are not with me. If you are with me, why are we being beaten like this? Why is pocket money being withdrawn from me? Why am I being isolated? My brethren, at some point I even thought maybe I should take my life and punish them so they can see what they were doing is wrong. And I said, This is Lucifer speaking to stop my destiny. If I gave up in my time of hardship, you will not be listening to me today. So whoever you are who was being discouraged by circumstances, it ends well. The picture ends well. The story won't end before you manifest. Look where I am now. I'm here. You will be standing and saying, "I'm here too. Let's stand on our feet." I'm just going to pray. You are a chapel of hope. You are powerful. It's already settled. You don't have to feel it. Things of God are our faith. You are powerful. And God wants to do signs and wonders through your hands. You are the extension of Jesus here on Earth. You lay hands on the sick. they recover. You see a confused person, God will give you wisdom even those who are struggling financially, I want you to know that where you are now does not define who you are. And that's not your final place. You are on your way to somewhere better. And the Lord is here. We were singing a song which said, even though I don't see it, you are working. You never stop working. That's what I'm going to conclude with. But I'm going to pray. Shall we bow our heads? You never stop working if we can have musicians or or guitars. if I were at church, I would say, musicians, can you start making your way? So I am at church, so musicians, can you make your way? (laughs) That's the song that uh, you are a miracle worker. I just want you to know that even you are a miracle worker yourself because heaven works on earth through you. You are going to believe God for a shift in your own life to say, enough of that I have heard I am a chapel a chapel is a place of power miracle signs and wonders place of solutions I am positioning myself I am shaking off the old me I am rising up I have already done the first quarter of the year it's finishing end of March I am changing I'm shifting I'm taking my place without apology my father is God I am powered from heaven I am powered by the greatest power on earth, the power of the Holy Ghost, and I'm taking my place without apology. That's your prayer, and I want you to lift up your hands as you hear the tune of this song. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. I can even sense a tingling in my hands, and I know when that begins to happen, there is an anointing flowing in this place. If you are one of my brothers or my sisters, And you know, I can shine brighter than this. I can shine brighter than this. I'm a chapel of hope. I'm taking my place. And you just want to pray with me. I want to encourage you to just take a step of faith. Come out from where you are to where it's near. Just to say, I have shifted. Take that step. Just spiritually shift. If you want to come closer, you can. But just do an action of shifting. And I'm going to pray. (laughs) I'm going to pray. Mandelebo shakaraba senderebosa. Yaketo lobo sakariababa. Rebo shakataba riando sa. What we are praying for is fresh fire. Fresh fire of the spirit. Empower your sons and daughters to manifest. La do jelebe zakaraba sokoto. Open your mouth and tell God what you want Him to hear. Landoske. Marikoto, it's your destiny you are talking about Letosha it's time to pray You pray, we have at least 5 minutes To pray about your life About your own shift I know what needs to shift in my life But I don't know what needs to shift in your life So I am praying in our heavenly language So I can release the mysteries of God It's no point for me to pray in English When I'm supposed to tap into the spirit And then we'll pray in English Baritobo shatamaska Lebo talaba sokondolobosa Makela toshakaya baba yelebo shaka la lebo lebo shaka lebo shimanda rama ye shimanda rama ye shakareba shakaya yele lebo shika makaya kiendele lebo shakataba yelebo Shikendelebosa. lebo baba ba Baba baela bosha la baba le telele boshikala la bo sakatabaria mo telele bora rekete out of our bellings, so flow rivers of living waters le bo shababa baai ma bo shere bo tsa kia la baba shanta la ba leke jolabo zeke bo shata fresh fire and ela saka in this house in your chapel chapel of hope let elele let hope be released Masoko Let faith arise. Maliko tolobo shaka naba. Makela nabo shita naba. Till your sons and your daughters. Ki nabo shanda. Maliko tolobo she. Kalabo shita nabo. Ba kataba kasi tabeke taba kaya. ya nabo kabe. Makela nabo shita naba. I rebuke every working of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Anything that is guilt the people of God in captivity I command you to lift them in the name of Jesus let there be a release of the fire of God in this house Father your sons and your daughters are lifting their hands to you as many as their hands are lifted touch them in a special way Ki alabo shanda rababa yende. Ki erebo shanda erebo yende erebo sa. Ki erebo Yes, Holy Spirit. Kerebose, kerebose, kerebose. Kabababasha. Orie kebo kataramosa. Oh, fire of the Spirit of God. Let us shamba. Rebbe vetorobosi. Makila boshataya. In the name of Jesus. Ki erebo shanta Oh Father, reketa nalaba I see I see karosha laba by the spirit of god I see karabo shata laba rebebe I see a lifting up I see a lifting up kabashirobo sederebe I see a lifting up from a dark space to a space of lights to a broad place dirabo sataraba basi I see faith arising karaboshanda rabasika I see an army of people of hope, an army of hope, marching from this place, marching out, marching out, healing the sick. I see an army rising. I see women working together. I see men working together. I see ideas come from heaven. I see them being actualized. Oh, Riba Sanda, a new day. I see a new day. Church, God says it's a new day. God says it's a new day. God says it's a new day. It's a new day. Ah, I see a shifting that is happening in the atmosphere. There is a shift taking place. There is a shift taking place. This church, God is shifting you to greater visibility. You've been visible before, yes. But the level of visibility you are stepping into as a church and as individual. God wants you to know, I announce, things have changed. Things have changed. I lift off any leader I remove any lid that was placed upon any of these people. I remove that ceiling that has not been put by God. You will break through you will break forth. You will break out. Endelebo Saka, breakthrough. I see breakthrough, break free, break forth, break out. I see you being empowered. I see you being strengthened. I see you being carried to a next level. As a church, you are shifting. Many will come. Different nations, different generations. They will flock to this chapel. They will tell each other, let's run to the place of hope. I see the hopeless becoming people of hope. I see the disappointed. I see the broken, being made whole. The river flowing from this house is going to permeate into the streets of Bristol. It's going to permeate into the nations. Out of this place, great things that will shift this nation are going to happen. Miracles, signs and wonders will become the order of the day. Father, I thank you. We consecrate this place of hope. We consecrate this place of hope. We consecrate this place of hope. And the children and their children. We consecrate it and we lift it up. A new day has come. A new day has come. In the name of the Lord Jesus. He's been working, church. When you're not seeing it, he's been working. And you continue to work. Shall we take that song together in faith that you will never stop working? You will never stop working in this house, in my life, in my marriage, in my finances, in my children. You will continue to work. You work. You work. You are working. You are working. You are working. Stop working.
0: When I don't see it, you're working.